Ticket stubs and cassette tapes. I'm Andy and I am your host. All right, right off the top here, I mentioned on the last episode that I was going to try to do a movie review this week. Uh, rather, whether it be a, a new movie or a classic film, I was going to do one. We've had a death in the family this week, so you know all of my time outside of work has been preoccupied with running errands for the family or helping out in any way I can. So I, you know, I just haven't had the time and, um, you know, I haven't really thought much about reviewing any movies anyway, since, uh, we've had this, this tragedy and, um, but I had some time today and, uh, and tonight as I'm recording and I really started relooking over, the CinemaCon updates from this past week and this past weekend. Um, you know, of course, CinemaCon, we had several different, several different, uh, companies come and, you know, show their, their, their movie trailers and give out their movie news, give updates on what they're working on. It's really kind of like, um, just a way to, you know, drudge up some business for, for all of these movie companies. And, um, if you're not familiar with it, you can Google it and, and find out a lot about it. Um, but there was a lot of interesting stuff that, that came out of CinemaCon this year. Um, there usually is, uh, I know, you know, that they'll show, um, entire movies at this. Um, for instance, this year they showed the flash in its entirety to a select group of people, so, um, it's a pretty cool event. Like I said, we always get some pretty good news out of it. And, um, I wanted to just jump on and, and talk about some of it. You know, some of it's very interesting and some of it is, is pretty big. So, um, I thought it would be fun to jump on and talk about it. I also have another announcement, um, as you can probably see in the title of the podcast, uh, this week. And that announcement is that I'm going to start doing a bi-weekly uh, Ghostbusters show. Um, I've talked about it a lot before. I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, and I would really like to do a show for Ghostbusters fans. I think it would be fun to do. There's a few of them out there, but, um, you know, I kind of, you know, I really enjoy talking about it. I <laughs> bring up a Ghostbusters reference at least probably every episode, every other episode anyway. So I thought it would be fun to have, you know, a show on this podcast specifically for that. Right now, we're going with the title of uh, GB Radio. We'll see if that sticks. It's just the best I could come up with in the time that I've had, you know, since thinking of this idea. Um, But yeah, we'll do that bi-weekly. Our first episode will be next week, 
and then we'll go bi-weekly. And as we get closer to the release date, we'll probably go weekly on that um, release date of the new Ghostbusters movie that is. So, yeah, GB Radio, you'll be able to catch it on this podcast. So, you know, make sure you um, make sure you're following along and uh, any shows we put out there, you'll want to jump on board. I'm going to try to get some guests on for that show. So that should be fun. Um, And I'm really looking forward to that. Let's jump into CinemaCon updates. Um, And we're not going to, I don't think we'll go in any sort of particular order here. I'm just going to go over, you know, sort of the ones that, um, some of the major ones that caught everybody's eye. And we'll probably go through just about everything. But um, starting off from the top here, we had... um, we had actually, I think, like 14 minutes of footage shown from Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, you know, they released a trailer for that movie back in December. Um, but they actually showed 14 minutes of footage, which surprised me a lot. I'm, that's, a, that's a lot of footage for a movie um, to show without just showing the whole thing. Um and, you know, this thing is still getting a lot of praise. You know, I mentioned in my last episode that the first one, I, I just really couldn't give it a fair shot. The animation style really, really screwed with my head and my eyes, and it gave me a horrible migraine, and I just could not pay attention to this movie. I couldn't give it, you know, um, a fair shot. Um, I spent half the time sitting in the movie theater with my head down, staring at the floor or with my eyes closed and only briefly, briefly looking back up at the screen while this movie was playing, because that's how bad it was hurting my eyes to, to stare at the screen with this animation style. I don't know if anybody else has had that problem with this or anything else. I know that like some people have issues with uh, 3d movies you know it really gives them a migraine i think it's kind of the same thing here for me i it just you know i hate that that's a reason that i'm barely going to talk about a movie or you know not see a movie uh but it is what it is it's not something i can control um so uh you know if this is something you're excited about and i know a lot of people are that's really cool i know it's got some big names attached to it you know but um you know i i'm i'm not going to talk as much about this one because it's probably not going to be something i'm i'm going to see anyway so just a heads up there um we had a first look at the uh ridley scott's napoleon film starring joaquin phoenix um so this movie uh, when does this come out okay so it's releasing on thanksgiving um, of this year. Um, I mean, it's a Ridley Scott film. It is a historical film. It stars Joaquin Phoenix. You know, this movie's gonna, it's gonna attract a lot of people, including me. I'm, I'm very interested to see this movie. Um, you know, it's getting to the point now where I'll, you know, pr- pretty much just about see anything that Joaquin Phoenix is a part of. He's become one of those actors that, um, you know, he just does so much good work and, um, very carefully chooses his roles. So, yeah, I think this will be an exciting film. I know they showed some footage from it at CinemaCon. And I'll just go through uh, reportedly what the, the footage showed. Now, it should be 
um, known here that a lot of this stuff that I'm talking about, whether it's, well, mainly the footage the, that was shown at for any movie at, at CinemaCon is not available to the public. So you, you have only seen it if you were there. Um, they didn't allow cell phones in, so pretty much almost nothing got filmed. I've seen a couple of different you know teasers that somebody filmed a little bit of but um they didn't really allow cell phones out so you know we're hearing about this stuff but we we can't really see it until they decide to release it to the public and a lot of this footage I I doubt they'll they'll end up releasing anyway uh before the movie comes out but anyway the footage from Napoleon reportedly shows Napoleon using his tact to outsmart the combined Austrian and Russian forces during the battle. His, he, he forces his enemies onto a frozen lake and then destroys the lake with a cannon fire, causing numerous casualties as the water is filled with blood. I, I mean, like I said, this sounds like a, it's going to be a fun movie, I think. Well, fun may be a wrong, wrong word, uh, you know, describing what I just described. But um, I, I love historical films myself. Uh, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of really good ones, um, out there. So, you know, anything that is historical directed by Ridley Scott and starring Walking Phoenix, I, I just have to believe it's going to be pretty good. So, um, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, we got a first trailer for the Equalizer three. Now, full disclosure, I haven't actually seen any of the Equalizer, any of the first two equalizer films except for i've seen bits and pieces of the first one some scenes it looks good i do i I do love denzel washington um just another guy you know kind of like walking phoenix who just has so many movies and and when he's in something you usually take notice of it um now i say all that to say yes i have not seen the equalizer it is something i should check out and um from what i've seen from the movie um it does look interesting and it and maybe this is you know a, a franchise i'll have to catch up on before um the release of of this third installment um let's see i was trying to find a release date for this one um there's not one up so i'm not sure when it comes out but you know, like I said, anything with Denzel Washington is usually pretty good. So, um, we'll see. I, I know that there, this, this, uh, franchise has a lot of fans. So, um, there's gotta be something there. Oh, insidious, the red door. They released an extended trailer at CinemaCon. Um, insidious is a franchise that I, uh, have a past with. I don't know if I've talked about this before. You know, when the first Insidious movie came out, um, a friend and and of mine and I, who um, at that point in our lives, we were just inseparable. We were always hanging out. We were both pretty big fans of horror movies, and we saw the trailer for this for the first one uh, before it came out, and we were like, man, we've got to go see that. And then we went to the theater, and we saw it, and... I mean, it was te- it was a terrifying movie. Um, you know, I know that now, like, because this is, you know, these movies um, like this or The Conjuring or, 
um, Annabelle or uh, The Nun or, you know, all these movies that are sort of in the same vein and uh, all sort of made the same. Um, they've kind of gotten a bad rap over the years. I think the the quality has declined quite a bit. You know, when you think about like the first Conjuring movie and, and how much people talked about that movie and um, how big it was and Insidious as well back in 2010, I mean, when it came out, which by the way, let me say, it's, inc- I mean, it's mind blowing. That movie is 13 years old. I, you know, I, um, I'll talk about that more in just a second, but, um, yeah, I think when they first came out, it was like, wow, these are really good. Like they're well-made films. And then it kind of became a formula, right? It, it kind of became, um, you know, jump scare, uh, we can start predicting the jump scares. And then, um, you know, after a while, I think the movies started sacrificing story for jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. And so now even the older films like the first insidious or the first conjuring have fallen under that guise of, Oh, those are just jump scare movies. And so, um, they get disrespected a little bit, but I have to tell you, Seeing that first Insidious in the theaters, I mean, it was scary. And I'm a guy who watches a lot of horror movies, and I don't get scared very much. But there was, I mean, there was just something off-putting about that movie. And it kind of stuck with both me and and my friend for a few days. I mean, it was kind of like one of those things where you were thinking about it a lot. And you were like, man, there's just something about that movie that just sticks with you a little bit and so now that they're releasing and and you know they made an insidious uh, chapter two i remember it not being bad but not nearly as good as the first one and then they made a third one that i want to say was like a prequel to the first one and i don't remember much about it i saw all of them in theaters but i don't remember much about the third one and then i'm pretty sure that was it um I don't remember when chapter three came out, but anyway, um, now you have insidious, the red door coming out. It's, uh, being directed by Patrick Wilson, who of course is the star of, uh, the first two movies. Um, you know, they're bringing back the cast from the first movie. Uh, the little boy who was the main character of the first movie is now pretty much an adult in college and, that was what threw me off so much when I saw the trailer. I was like, wow, that's the same actor. He looks like a man now. The last time I saw him, he was a little kid. You know, so it's kind of puts into perspective how long it's been. Um, it, with it only being 13 years, though, I don't really want to use the word, word nostalgia. But it kind of was a little bit of a nostalgic trailer. I mean, you, you see like the, the red-faced demon and it plays the same music from the first one, and you're kind of going back to the theme of that first movie. So I have to say, I'm very interested in this movie. I, I've I've actually already texted my my buddy who I haven't talked to in a while, um, the one that I went to go see the first Insidious with, about you know you know going full circle and let's go see this one. And uh, and so it should be. I mean, who knows if the movie will be any good. But um, this was actually one that I was, you know, pretty. Ex- I'm pretty excited about, and, and the trailer doesn't look bad. So, um, 
we shall see. Directorial debut of Patrick Wilson, who I enjoy. I enjoy his movies. Obviously, he's known from The Conjuring as well. So, we shall see. Um, all right, we had Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, uh, who talked some about Bad Boys 4. Uh, they shared a, a virtual message at the convention, um, sharing news about the fourth installment. Um, I don't think there was much to it. I know they, they just basically said they were excited. Uh, the last movie we had, Bad Boys for Life, came out in 2020. And uh, this fourth installment will be directed by um, the same directors. Um, so, you know, we'll... we'll We'll see. I, you know, I'm kind of a, um, I'm kind of a lightweight on the bad boys. I think I've only seen bits and pieces of a couple of the movies. So, um, so we'll see on that. Uh, I'm trying to save the bigger ones, the the bigger news for, uh, the end here. Um, I know they showed a new trailer for Blue Beetle, which showed more of the villain, uh, Carapax. Um, we just had a, you know, a trailer release not too long ago for Blue Beetle. So, uh, this is just extra footage. And I don't think, from what I've heard, I don't think they I- expanded much on anything from the, the trailer. And, and I don't think, you know, the footage they got was, um, I don't, I don't think it was anything to ride home about. So there's not much to talk about on that one. Um, I know they showed an extended look at Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, uh, you know, I've talked about the DCU before, um, and how underwhelming it is for me personally. It's just, I, I just haven't found any of the films in the, in the DCU that have just grabbed me in the way that like any of the Marvel movies have. Um, you know, funnily enough, I mean, I think one of the ones I enjoyed more than any of them uh was batman v superman and i know that's like a hated movie so what do i know you know and i don't think that movie was great by any stretch of the imagination um but i i think there were parts of it that were pretty cool i just never was the biggest justice league fan i mean not the the justice league itself but like the movie the justice league um, you know, I know that they released the Snyder Cut and that was like the big talk and, uh, you know, everybody's saying, well, you got to see this one. This is the real Justice League. And then I watched it and I just didn't, again, it just didn't grab me in any certain way that uh, wanted to make me watch it again. I mean, for starters, um, it was like four hours long and I don't mind a long movie if it's something that is... Uh, keeping my interest but um i just thought even the snyder cut i th- i think it just it uh, for me it, i it had trouble keeping my interest and um i don't know why that is i mean i did enjoy the first superman movie um in the dcu uh man of steel i i ben affleck is batman i just don't know there i just there are people who swear by the Ben Affleck Batman. I'm sure they're bigger Batman fans than I am. To me, <laughs> I mean, he's way down my list. I think, you know, 
uh, I, we've talked about that on the channel before about like ranking our Batmans, but, um, I mean, for me personally, I would put Michael Keaton, uh, Christian Bale, Val Kilmer and, uh, Robert Pattinson, I would probably put them above Ben Affleck in my order. I, there's just, you know, I think he's a good Bruce Wayne. I think there's an interesting, um, dynamic to his Bruce Wayne, uh, for me. I, I don't, but again, even there, I mean, there's just nothing special about him to me. I mean, I, I just don't, I think for the, the biggest thing for me is just not getting his own set of movies. And that to me, when you talk about these superhero franchises and how they're all tying in together, the characters for me personally that suffer the most are the ones that we don't get like the movies on first. Like I'm not a big fan of introducing a character in a movie like say Spider-Man introducing in the MCU, introducing Spider-Man in civil war and then giving us Spider-Man movie. And even then you didn't give us a Spider-Man origin movie, which I, I know that's been done, but you didn't give us that. You just gave us a Spider-Man uh, following the events of Civil War, you gave us those movies. I'm not the biggest fan of that. I, I like, I like what we got in something like Iron Man or Captain America. I like having the character introduced, origin story, build them up, and but and then by the time they team up with other people, we're already invested in that character. And you know, taking us back to, to Batman and Ben Affleck, I think when you know, characters like him come in, his, his, his Bruce Wayne, his Batman, and they're just kind of jumping right into, you know, um, uh, a franchise without having that, that movie or movies already in place. For me, it just loses something, you know, it, it just loses something for me. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't know. I don't want to really hold that against him, but that's just kind of how I feel about it. Um, now, I have went a long way out from where we started here with Aquaman, but it's kind of the same thing here. I, I just... I'm just not the biggest fan of, of, you know, like the first movie. I just... I don't know. I, I saw it. It didn't grab me in any sort of way. I know if you're a DCU fan or even a Marvel fan with with some of the stuff I've said here, you're probably extremely turned off by it. But uh, that's just how I feel. Um, so, you know, this is something I might check out. I highly doubt I'll go to the theaters to see this. You know, could this also be some sort of superhero uh, fatigue for me? To be honest with you, yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm starting to feel the superhero fatigue. I just think there's so much of it going on. <laughs> I think there's so many superhero movies. It's like pretty much what it feels like at this point is like you you go see like a normal movie that doesn't have a superhero, and then you go see a superhero movie, and then you go see another normal movie, and then you go see a superhero. Movie. It's like every other movie is just like a superhero movie, and it begins to lose its punch after a while. I got to be honest for me anyway. And I think it will for everybody eventually. Um, everybody matures, everybody's tastes shift at some point. 
Um, I know you don't lose your fandom, you know, most people don't anyway, but at the same time, you know, you can't always be Avengers Infinity War or Avengers Endgame, you know, level hyped for everything. You know, you will lose uh, interest at some point in, in most things, so... Um, I mean, this movie could come out and be really good. I've heard conflicting things from behind the scenes on it. I mean, I know that, you know, Patrick Wilson's coming back. I know that, uh, obviously Jason Momoa's coming back. Um, we've got, um, Tamora Morrison coming back, uh, Nicole Kidman, Amber Heard, Randall Park, um, I can't remember who else. Uh, uh, we've got the um, actor who played Black Manta, I know, coming back. Sorry, I can't think of the name. But um, So, I mean, if you enjoyed the first one, there's probably a pretty good chance you'll enjoy this one. But I, it's just not really my thing. You know, I hate, I hate to uh, be that guy, but it's just not. All right, I know that they released the first trailer for Dune Part 2. Um, this was a movie that I enjoyed. I, I just never uh, became as big a fan as I think a lot of other people did. Um, but I know this is a highly anticipated movie. I'm not going to say much about it because I think that there will be a lot more released on it. Uh, between now and November when it releases. So, you know, we'll see. But, um, you know, so many people talking about that film, I think I would just like to wait until there's a little more information released on this movie. Um, we had a first trailer for Wonka, starring Hugh Grant and Timothy Chalamet. Um, this movie is set for, I believe, a uh, December release. Uh, you know, it's got a cast of, you know, Olivia Coleman, Keegan-Michael Key, Sally Hawkins, Matt Lucas, Rowan Atkinson, uh, Natasha Rothwell, Rufus Jones. Uh, this is a prequel, I think. I'm pretty sure this is going to be like a young Willy Wonka movie before he opens the chocolate factory. Uh, you know, is this a movie anybody asks for? No, but I don't, you know, I'm always the guy that says, uh, you know, sometimes I think people just come up with good ideas for stories and this could be one of those this could be somebody just come up with a really good idea for a story um you know i don't, I don't think uh, everything is a cash in as uh it usually is accused to be so we'll see on this you know i i didn't really care for the um the johnny depp version of willy wonka i'm a big fan of of the you know the the 70s willy wonka and the chocolate factory that was just the movie i grew up with um, it was on TV all the time. I think there was a lot of creativity with that with that film, and so um, you know, could this be something that kind of you know sort of brings back some of those um, you know memories of watching the Willy Wonka movie growing up, and something that builds on that character? And uh, sure, and um, you know, I mean. Again, there's just not, we don't know a whole lot about this still at this point. So, um, so we'll see, but, um, it isn't that it's, it's, it's an interesting concept for a movie, a Willy Wonka prequel. I'll say that, um, new footage released for the Barbie movie. 
I've talked about this one before. This is just something I'm not going to get deep into because I just, I, I don't know that this just isn't something I'm overly interested in, to be honest. Um, listen, I like Margot Robbie. I like Ryan Gosling. It's just the concept of this movie. It's not something I'm overly interested in, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it could be one of those movies that comes out and everybody talks about how great it is and, um, and you know, you never know. You never know. Um, first teaser trailer released for the nun to the, you know, obviously I just talked about this movie all ago. Um, a while, a while ago, a few minutes ago about how like, um, this, this, I think the first nun fell into the trap of being, you know, just one of those jump scare movies. It's just jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. They fake you out every now and again, and then they give you the real jump scare. You can almost see them coming at this point. You know, a lot of story sometimes is sacrificed for, you know, just jump scares. The nun was not something I overly enjoyed. I didn't hate it. I didn't really just dislike it, but I just, you know, it was just kind of one of those movies you see it and you forget it. Um, so I'll be honest, I'm surprised they were making a nun too. But we, again, like I say with everything else, we'll see. And you know, you'll give anything a chance. I'm a horror movie fan, so I will probably see this. Um, according to reports, the trailer showed uh, the return of the demon nun amid the sound of church bells and thunder. It begins in what appears like early 20th century Europe before cutting what looks like the 1960s. So, um, I mean, not much there to that. Just kind of giving you sort of a first look, uh, just a hype sort of thing. Um, so we'll see. The next project um, here I, is something I am very interested in. Tim Burton's Beetlejuice is going to get a sequel after 35 years. Um, this was one of the bigger announcements at, at CinemaCon this year. Um, Warner Brothers officially announced that a sequel to Tim Burton's 1988 film is in development. Uh, reports say that a logo of Beetlejuice 2 was revealed at the event. No details were shared. But the announcement ended all rumors around the development of the sequel. This is something that has been talked about for years. Um, a Beetlejuice 2. I'm not shocked they're making it. I always thought for a long time that there would be no way they would make it. You know, A, because Tim Burton, you know, for so long was working on so many other things, you know. Um, two, I never thought Michael Keaton would come back to play this role. I just... I pretty much always said there was two roles that uh, there were two roles that he would never return to: Batman and Beetlejuice. Well, <laughs> uh, newsflash: he's back as Batman, and now he's going to be back as Beetlejuice, um, which is cool. I think I, you know the first Beetlejuice is such a creative movie. Uh, it's a movie that utterly freaked me out as a kid. There's something about Tim Burton that is twisted. Uh, but I think as an adult, you, you gain a little bit more appreci appreciation for it. Um, it's a, a very creative movie. It's the type of movie that it doesn't seem like they make anymore. So, 
you know, I know that a lot of people say, why do they keep going back to these wells and making sequels and reboots or remakes? And, you know, you know how I feel about remakes. I'm, I'm not a big fan of those. But to me, when you talk about things like Beetlejuice, like I just said, they don't really make movies like this anymore. And you might say, well, they should just start making movies like this now and stop rehashing stuff. Well, the thing is, if they're not going to make new creative stuff, I this is what I want them to do. I want them to go back and make sequels or you know, reboot franchises like this, and let's continue these stories. If you're not going to give us new stuff, let's go back to these. And even you know, if you do make new stuff, you can still go back and do stuff like this. I, I I'm just not a, a big fan of the the narrative that we push out there about you know just having to kill off old stuff and. Uh, move forward with new stuff we can have both you know we can have we can have both so this is something i'm excited for i know i've heard that um uh jenna ortega was possibly confirmed well not confirmed i don't think but but possibly attached to this project um wouldn't shock me in the least i mean if given her you know, track record recently as Wednesday Adams and how much she's blown up uh, between that and Scream. It, it wouldn't shock me. So we'll see. I, I, you know, I, other than that, I don't know a whole lot of details on this, but it's definitely something I'm excited for and uh, I will check out. Uh, let's go back up to the top here and talk about uh, sticking with Warner Brothers. Um, this is one of the bigger ones, but I'll do it now. Uh, we had a new trailer and a screening of the flash. I talked about this in the last episode about my excitement for this movie for one reason and one reason only Michael Keaton's back is Batman. And this trailer actually did release to the public and boy, it's a great trailer. Seeing Michael Keaton flying that bat wing and fly through the air with his, with his, uh, his cape and, you know, some of the lines he says, and, um, they're going heavy with the, with the, the Michael Keaton stuff. And it, that is really cool. Now, um, I'm not going to talk much about the trailer, but, um, if you, have heard from anyone who has actually actually saw the screening of the film. Um, basically, the consensus I got out of it was that it's a it's a really good movie. It's not like one of the greatest comic book movies of all time or anything like that, but it's a really good film. Michael Keaton's great in it. Ezra Miller's good in it. Everybody was really good, and it was a fun, satisfying film, which is great. That I think that sounds like what we what we needed. You know, that's all we needed. We 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 just want to see Michael Keaton back, and we want to have a good, fun, solid film, and that's what it sounds like we're getting. So, um, very excited for this. Very excited for this. Um, let's look. Uh, we had a first teaser trailer of Craven the Hunter. I know this was pretty much the most talked about thing coming out of CinemaCon. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson greeted attendees at the event in a pre-recorded message. He said that Craven the Hunter, in which he plays the uh, titular role of Craven the Hunter, will be the first R-rated Marvel movie by Sony. A two-minute teaser trailer of the film was showcased following his announcement. 
Um, it reportedly uh, shows uh, Craven brutally defeating mercenaries and poachers. Among other stars in the film are Russell Crowe, uh, Alessandro Nivola, um, who's going to be playing Rhino, um, Ariana DeBose, and Christopher Abbott uh, are also among the principal cast. This film is going to hit theaters October 6th, 2023. This is highly anticipated. Um, I know that people are really high on the fact that it's an R-rated movie. Um, you know, I, I, to me, I'm just not one of those people that's like, oh, everything's got to be R-rated so that we can allow for more stuff and rougher language and more uh, bloody visual effects. In my opinion, I, I just don't, you know, a, a good movie is just a good story and it's well acted and well shot. Uh, whether or not you have that stuff in the film to me really doesn't matter. I've seen plenty of great action films that didn't have that. Um, I've seen plenty of great superhero films that didn't have that. I've seen, uh, you know, uh, bad guy films that didn't have that stuff. So, um, you know, is it really a hundred percent necessary? No, but I know that it ex excites a lot of people. So we'll see. I think it, I think it will be a, a pretty good movie and, and it is something that I'm excited to see. I would like to see the teaser trailer. Everybody's talking about for this. Um, it's like I said, coming out of CinemaCon, it's gotten the most hype out of almost pretty much anything besides the flash. So, um, yeah, really, um, really am excited about that one and, and we'll see what they give us. All right, let's move on to, um, uh, Disney, uh, the Disney portion. Um, well, let's see here. There's some stuff I'm going to skip over just a heads up. Um, for Disney, for, for me, the, um, the m most interesting part of the Disney stuff was the Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, um, clip that they showed, um, it, the clip followed Indy and, uh, you know, Helena in pursuit of, uh, Mads Milkison's, uh, uh, his, the character he's playing, uh, I think it's Jurgen Voller. Um, uh, through Morocco, um, before the clip was shown, uh, Ford delivered a message saying, on behalf of myself, Jim, Kathy, Stephen, Frank, and everyone else behind Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, thank you so much for your support. This movie's coming out soon. This movie is about two months away as we sit here today um, on April 28th. This is going to release on June 30th. I'm an Indiana Jones fan. You guys know that if you've listened to the podcast before. So it's something I'm really excited about. I'll, I've kind of tried to stay away from a lot of stuff with this movie. I kind of want to go in as clean as I can. But um, I'm excited about it. I am excited about it. Um, Universal and fo uh, Focus Features. We had... Um, uh, Christopher Nolan did attend uh, CinemaCon uh, to talk about the Oppenheimer movie, which we have talked about before on the podcast. Uh, they're gonna—he mentioned that they're gonna attach uh, 
probably a full trailer to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. They showed a five-minute reel of the movie to the attendees. Uh, Cillian uh, Murphy, who plays uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer in the film. Um, Matt Damon uh, is in the cast. Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh. Rami Malek. I mean, there's a lot of huge names in this movie. Yeah, like I said, I'm sorry for rambling here. I'm I'm sort of reading through some of the article here, but I this is a movie I'm excited for. It's another historical film, um, and with a cast like this, and it's a Christopher Nolan movie. I mean, it's something that grabs my attention right away. So, um, I want to wait until we see this full trailer before I talk much about it, but. Um, you know, that is something I am excited about. Um, guys, I think that's really about it as far as the big news. Now we did have, I was going to kind of save this for the next GB uh, radio show, Ghostbusters radio show, but you know, we did have a little bit of a Ghostbusters, uh, firehouse, um, I don't want to say announcement because they didn't really announce anything, but it was just a sort of sort of a clip of uh, Jason Reitman talking about, uh, you know, the fact that they're filming right now. They're filming in London. Um, the movie is set in New York, though, as he, you know, stated. He mentioned that you know Paul Rudd's character and Carrie Coon's character, how they are going to be. Uh, you know, suited up as Ghostbusters in this next installment. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that, you know, Paul Rudd was a part of this clip as well. And he mentioned how those characters are a proper family now. So we got a few updates. The one thing I do want to point out here is that you look at a movie on this list, like the Wonka movie and how it's slated for a December 15th release. And they already showed a trailer for it. Meanwhile, you're still in pretty much the first month of filming Ghostbusters, which is supposed to come out, I believe, the same weekend as Wonka. So, um, I've said it before, this movie's not coming out in December. Look, it could happen. They could release the movie in December, but they're going to have to do a lot of work between now and December, and it's going to it's going to run right up against its deadline. So uh, we'll see. Again, I'll talk more about that on GB Radio. I'm going to start saving a lot of that stuff for GB Radio so that we have, um, you know, proper, you know, proper news to talk about. And uh, it should be fun. All right, guys. Look, it was a little bit, you know, a little bit of rambling, I know, throughout that whole thing. But it's just some of the announcements I wanted to talk about. Um, some stuff that was... Uh, very well received, and uh, there's a lot of movies coming up, guys. There's a lot of movies coming up that are going to be fun to review. And this summer, I think, is going to be a fun summer to review movies. And not just the summer, going all the way into the fall and the winter. So I'm excited about the, the rest of the year slate, and um, it should be really fun. Again, GB Radio is going to go live um, next week. So if you're a Ghostbusters fan, if you know a Ghostbusters fan, give them an update on that. Make sure to follow us. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. You'll find our logo there. You can give us a follow. Uh, Follow us on wherever you listen to podcasts. Keep up to date with it. 
uh, like I said, we're going to try to have some guests on for GB Radio. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. So, um, yeah, keep on the lookout for that. Next week as well, I do want to do a good formal movie review. Once again, it's been a, been a little while since we've gotten to do one, um, but I want to do one, so keep, a, keep on the lookout for that as well. All right, guys, this has been Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes, and we'll catch you next time.